fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. STFFL, yeah, we all agree. The best of all these are we so supreme. And look at the scale, yeah. we podcast, yeah. Fantasy, fantasy, fantasy. Talk about tears, we managing. All season long, we be battling. Trying to become the new champion, yeah. Gentlemen, week nine. It only took me nine weeks to come out with the first episode of the San Diego Fantasy Football Podcast. So I'm coming at you with my voice, set your expectations low, this is not going to be good, I mean, I just needed to come out with the first episode just so Kevin would stop calling this fake news, basically, Um, so take it for what it is, this is me talking into the mic, I plan to go ahead and do my projections for week nine and I haven't prepared at all. I'm just gonna go off the cuff and kinda, I don't know, see where it goes. And yeah, that's it. So, um, you know, as I said in my write-up, we are all kinda bunched up in the standings and uh, it's really close. So, well, let's just get into the projections. Um, First one up, I'm just going to go down by standings. So we've got Kevin Booth. He's dealing with a Zika virus, and, I mean, really he is. I mean, Zeke is not performing well. He's playing Pittsburgh. He is injured, as far as I know. And, yeah, so I don't don't think he's going to have a good game. And, uh... He's going up against Zach, the posers from East County. Um, I'll just kind of run a comparison between them. So Zach's got Josh Allen. Kevin's got Justin Herbert. Um, going to give Zach the the upper hand on that one because he's going up. Josh Allen's going up against Seattle. Uh, worst team against all passing attacks, and I feel like Josh Allen's just kind of due. He's been lagging as of late. I think Justin Herbert's going to do fine, um, but I, I think i got to give the upper edge to, to Josh Allen. Uh, Zeke, I, I don't even know that I would start him personally, but Kevin's going to do it, so go for it, I guess. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He is a huge question mark. I mean, he is a great player, I think, and he's on a great offense, but the reality is he just doesn't get touches. I mean, he was playing the New York Jets last week, and they were blowing out the Jets, and he still only got, you know, what did he get? 4.6 fantasy points. Six carries, 21 yards, three receptions, 10 yards. Like, what What does that make you think he's going to do against Carolina? Um, not optimistic, but he always has that upside where he can, you know, give you a really good game. Unfortunately, uh, we're recording this, you know, late Friday night. So, Jamichael Hasty, he's already had a crap game which I'm surprised by. I mean, I really thought San Francisco going up against Green Bay 
you know, the worst team against run defense. And San Francisco had nobody. I thought Jamichael Hasty was going to have a game. And, man, that that is really disappointing. So, sucks for you, Zach. Um, looking <laughs> at Kevin's team, uh, David Johnson, Jacksonville. I mean, sure, he'll be fine. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams had a really good game again. I mean, geez, he's got to be the best wide receiver in the game right now. He's just so freaking consistent. Um, and you still have DeAndre Hopkins to go against Miami. Um, Zach's got Amari Cooper and DK Metcalf. Man, both good players. I think DK's going to do great. I think Amari's going to struggle. Uh, Darren Waller versus Mark Andrews. I don't see Mark Andrews doing really well, but I see Darren Waller, you know, the Chargers just never seem to know how to cover tight ends, so I I imagine he's going to have a game. And then, oh, a tight end in your flex. Well, that's not common, but sure, go for it. Leaving Henry Ruggs and Nelson Aguilar on your bench? You'd rather play Evan Ingram instead. I mean, I can see Evan Ingram having a game. Just he hasn't done it. So I don't know. Good luck with that, I guess. Uh, Leonard Fournette. I think he'll have a better game than Evan Ingram. Just I mean, he's a good player. He's on a good offense, and I don't know. It's it's a toss up because you never know if Ronald Jones going to get the ball or Leonard Fournette's going to get the ball. All right, so what am I projecting here? Um, overall, I am projecting that well, Zeke is going to suck and Jamichael Hasty already sucked. I, I think I'm projecting that Kevin's going to win, obviously. <laughs> I mean, he's already gotten the 31 points from Devontae Adams. Um, you know, Zeke could suck, but he could put up some points. He could put up more than two that Jamichael Hasey did. Um, David Johnson, I think he's got a you know higher likelihood of outscoring uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins is also a stud. Mark Andrews could do fine. And, um, yeah, that's... It's kind of where I'm going with that. So I, I think Kevin's going to stay atop the standings. He's going to pull this one out. Zach's going to lose five straight. Jeez, that's that's tough. But that's kind of where I see this one going. Um, let's see. Number two in the rankings, Mr. Aiden Pornas Rolahi with the uh, Tony Mendozas taking on Toby and the Suge Knights. Uh... Let's see, Aiden, he's got Deshaun Watson, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Rob Gronkowski, Justin Jackson, Bills D, Justin Tucker. Um, that's a pretty great lineup. Uh, Toby, on the other hand, Drew Locke, CMC finally coming back. Devontae Freeman, Robbie Anderson, Corey Davis, Travis Kelsey, Jordan Howard, Giants D, Graham Gano. Um, I mean, obviously, it's it's going to be Aiden. I do think that Toby has 
a slim chance at pulling an upset. Uh, I mean, Drew Locke's going up against Atlanta. We know that Atlanta is susceptible to the passing game. Christian McCaffrey is a stud. I, I don't know how much he's going to be used in his first game back, but he's got a, you know, he's always likely to put up a lot of points. And Devonta Freeman, is he, is he even playing? He's projected to get zero right now. Toby, it looks like you need to take a look at Devonta Freeman and uh, maybe, yeah, he's out. Go ahead and take him out of your lineup. I don't know what you're doing with that guy. So it looks like, um, based on your current lineup, Brian Hill's going to be playing because Mark Ingram's also doubtful. So, um, or I guess you're going to throw maybe Jordan Howard in your running back position and flex in Michael Gallup or Hunter Renfro. <sighs> I mean, no, you're not going to win, Toby. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Gronk's going to kill it. Jefferson's playing Detroit. Uh, Tyree Kill is just surprisingly consistent. He's, he's, you know, what's the lowest game he's even put up? I mean, he finally had, like, a really good game last week. But, yeah, every week he's put up double-digit points except for week six where he had four. But... He's been surprisingly consistent. Um, Justin Jackson, I think he's going to have a good game. Dalvin Cook, I mean, he's got to be tops in the league as far as running backs. Derrick Henry playing against Chicago, that's going to be tough, but you can't really bet against him. So I was hoping that Toby could pull an upset, but it really just looks like Aiden's going to pull this one out. So the Tony Mendozas are going to obliterate the Suge Knights, and that's that's going to be that. So both him and Kevin are looking like they're going to extend their records up to 7-2, and two, sitting atop the, the league and kind of getting closer to clinching those buy spots. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up, Sean is taking on Jason, the commish. And Sean is on a five-game winning streak. Jason is 11th in the standings. And he's got, he's got a good team. It's just he's, well, obviously Michael Thomas being injured has not helped him, but this looks like this is going to be the first time he can play him since week one. And, you know, let's see. I mean, Sean has Patrick Mahomes, James Robinson, Damian Harris, Stefan Diggs, Sterling Shepard, Jared Cook, LaMichael P. Ryan, the Chiefs D., Jason, he's got Derek Carr, James Conner, Jarek McKinnon, A.J. Brown, Chase Claypool, Noah Fant, Michael Thomas, Washington D. Um, kind of surprised to see Deontay Johnson sitting on his bench, so he's going to go with Chase Claypool over Deontay Johnson. I'm, I guess you got to pick one or the other, and Chase has been doing well. Um, A.J. Brown and Michael Thomas, yeah, he gotta plug those guys in that's for damn sure um let's see james connor dallas d sucks so he's gonna have a game and then jarek mckinnon that was a good play he got 14 points that was risky because you really 
don't know what you're going to get. I mean, the past two weeks you were expecting some high volume and he didn't really play at all. But uh, that that panned out. Um, Derek Carr against the Chargers. I think he's going to have a good game. I think that Jason has a really good chance of potentially starting to stage a comeback right here because, I mean, he's going to have some studs at wide receiver. He got a good game out of McKinnon, which is probably the biggest wild card. And, I mean, Washington D's playing the Giants. We know that Daniel Jones turns the ball over like nobody nobody else, really. Um, and, I mean, when you look at his bench, he's got a solid tight end in Goddard. He's playing Fant this week against Atlanta, who we know is susceptible. And... Uh, he's got T. Higgins, Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, Jonathan. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, who's been sucking, but I mean, he he's got potential to turn things around. I find it really difficult to call this game for Sean. I mean, Patrick Mahomes we know is great. James Robinson against Houston we know he's going to do well. Damian Harris against the New York Jets. Wow, that's a great. Uh, Matchup: Stephon Diggs against Seattle, another great matchup. Sterling Shepard against Washington, I don't think that's a great matchup, but I think he'll get, you know, a high amount of targets. Jared Cook against Tampa Bay, I think is okay. Um, LaMichael Pirine, I don't think you ever really want to be in a position that you have to start him. Um... And really, I guess, you know, if you just look at the flex positions, which, I mean, Michael Thomas is in Jason's flex, and Sean it has LaMichael Pirine in his flex, that kind of tells me where we're at. And I think that Jason's going to pull this one out, and Jason is going to start to stage his comeback because he's got a great team. I mean, his quarterback position is probably the most questionable, but he can stream and I think start to make his way back, assuming obviously that Michael Thomas performs in the way that we thought that he would. So let's take a look at the next game. Mr. Baxter Booth taking on Graydon Latson. Baxter changed his name. He is no longer taking the Aaron moniker, not running any errands. He is wrestling at this point, or at least asking others if they want to wrestle. Um, he's got Russell Wilson, Obvi, Aaron Jones. Not the best of games, but okay that he had on Thursday. Um, Philip Lindsay, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. So he's still rolling both of his Tampa Bay wide receivers. Dalton Schultz, uh, Christian Kirk finally playing Christian Kirk. Oh, it just took Cooper Cup to go on by for him to do that. Uh, Steelers D, that's going to be a great play against the Dallas offense. Um, and let's see, Graydon on the other side of the ball. Uh, ben Roethlisberger against Dallas, that'll be good. Lev Bell, um, I mean, he should have slammed against the Jets last week, and if he didn't do that, 
I am not optimistic about what he's going to do moving forward other than just take uh, touches away from Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Melvin Gordon against Atlanta, uh, Tyler Lockett against Buffalo, Cole Beasley against Seattle, Eric Ebron against Dallas, DJ Chark, uh, newly acquired from me, and he's playing Houston, and Broncos D against Atlanta. Overall, I think that Obviously, I, I, I lean towards Baxter really just because he's got Russell Wilson and he's been killing it. Um, I don't like that he's playing two Bucks wide receivers in the same week that Antonio Brown is coming back. Or I mean, I think Antonio Brown's coming back. I don't know that for sure. Um, and I don't like Dalton Schultz that much against Pittsburgh. Philip Lindsay, I think, will do okay, but, you know, obviously splitting carries with Melvin Gordon. I think I got to give this one to Graydon, actually, because Ben's playing Dallas, Roethlisberger. Uh, we know Dallas sucks. Uh, Lev Bell, I don't like that play, um, but I do like Tyler Lockett. I do like Cole Beasley against Seattle. I do like Eric Ebron against Dallas, and I do like DJ Chark against Houston, even though he's got the gluten-free man throwing him the ball. But I don't know. Rookies have, have been doing well at times, and... Maybe he's got a point to prove. Jacksonville has nothing to lose. Hopefully, you know, Chark can just get at least one one deep ball or something where he puts up some good points. And, um, yeah, I mean, both teams are unimpressive. That's, that's really what I'm getting at. But I think that Graydon's going to pull this one out. He's going to, you know, take the nuclear option and uh, strike hard. Against Mr. Baxman. All right. Next up is me. Oh, I'm taking on LJ. And uh, LJ has changed his name to Bye Bye Bye. I don't really understand what that means unless that's like just an in sync reference. Um, but. He has quite the lead on me. Aaron Rodgers put up almost 44 points. I took the opportunity to snag Jordan Reed off the waiver wire once I learned he was active, and he, you know, shot the bed. So 0.8 points, <laughs> and that's not good. But at least uh, LJ played Robert Tunyon. He only got one point. So at least the tight end position is basically a push. Um, and I do have Kyler Murray who may be able to kind of cut into what Aaron Rodgers did on Thursday. Um, all right, looking at the rest of the matchups, Devin Singletary against Seattle. I don't trust Devin Singletary. Alvin Kamara is obviously a great play. Allen Robinson, I think is going to be a great play. Marvin Jones, uh, without Kenny Galladay, I think will be... Fine, but if he does not have Stafford playing because Stafford's on the COVID uh, watch list, or I don't know, he's on the COVID protocol, um, 
it just may not be as big of a game if he has Chase Daniels throwing him the ball. Uh, Darnell Mooney, so you're throwing both Chicago wide receivers. That gives me less uh, optimism about your chances because you're just kind of cutting your upside, I guess. Um, Against my team, let's take a look at mine. Todd Gurley against Denver. Uh, I don't have a lot of trust in Todd Gurley, to be honest, but he just keeps putting up points and scoring touchdowns. So kind of got to roll him out there. Antonio Gibson, I love Antonio Gibson, and I really hope that he's going to put up some good points against New York. Uh, McLaurin, I think, is a stud. I think he's going to do well. Thielen against Detroit, I think he's going to put up some points. Jerry Judy against Atlanta, I think he's going to put up some points. And uh, Cardinals D, I picked them two weeks ago just for this matchup against Miami once I learned that Tua was going to play. So... um, I am optimistic about my team, and I should be because I picked all those people to play. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to win this game, even though LJ has a huge lead. Uh, But, yeah, I am pretty sure that I'm going to win, LJ's going to lose, and that's going to be that. All right, last game of the week. Uh, We've got number seven, Tim York, the KC Country Club, and Quindor, the Juju's Mooges Mooges, both at four and four, and uh, Quinn's at number number nine. So um, this could be big for either of them. I have a feeling that whoever wins this game is going to put themselves back into a playoff spot position. Tim's got Matt Ryan, DeAndre Swift, Chase Edmonds, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, J.K. Dobbins. Oh, God, I can't believe you got him. Um, still kind of hurt, hurts my my feelings that I, I, I dropped him. Uh, and then uh, Ravens D, Youngway Koo. And uh, Quinn's got Cam Newton. Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Juju, Julio, TJ Hawkinson, Will Fuller, Cold Steve, Matt Prater. Um, let's see. Overall, I think that this is a really even matchup. Um, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, both could do really well. Um I don't trust Cam that much, but he's playing the Jets, so you know the Jets suck. Um, And Cam runs, he scores touchdowns. Um, Don't expect him to pass a lot, but I still think he's going to put up points. Matt Ryan uh, lost Calvin Ridley, so he's going to only have Julio to throw to. And fortunately for Quinn, he's got Julio, so that's going to kind of cut into Tim's upside. Um, DeAndre Swift is, you know, he had his breakout game and then just really hasn't done a whole lot since then. Chase Edmonds, uh, no, no Kenyon Drake. So I think he's going to smash. Um, he's done well, even with Kenyon Drake and without Kenyon Drake, I I think he's just gonna, you know, kind of show everybody how great he is, which pains me a little bit because, I really wanted Kenyon Drake to be so much better this year, and he's just underperformed so much, um, as Jason would know since he has him on his team. Um, 
DJ Moore, uh, I think he will do okay. Keenan Allen, I freaking love Keenan Allen. I think he's going to smash. Hunter Henry, I think he'll do fine. J.K. Dobbins is a great player, but Indy is a tough defense. And I'm not entirely sure that he's going to get, you know, a vast majority of the touches. I think he split 50-50 with Gus Edwards last week. Um, He just, you know, performed really well, and that was against Pittsburgh. So he should do well, but I'm not really counting on it. And then uh, Young Waiku, obviously, he's going to put up north of 15 points just because he does that almost every week. Um, you know, Quinn's got Josh Jacobs, who just has been underperforming. David Montgomery has almost no offensive line coming into the game against Tennessee and is consistently just mediocre. Uh, Juju Smith, you would expect him to do well, but there's just so many options in Pittsburgh, it's really hard to count on that. Julio Jones definitely, I think, is going to smash. TJ Hawkinson, um, assuming that Stafford plays, would do well. Even if he doesn't, I think Chase Daniels will probably use the tight end as kind of like a safety valve, and I think Hawkinson's going to have a good day. And then Will Fuller, I think, is going to continue to do what he's done, which is be really good. Um, So overall, I think that Tim is a little bit under where Quinn is projected to be in my mind. I think mostly I'm, I'm kind of leaning on the whole, whatever Matt Ryan happens to do, uh, Julio will do better. And uh, beyond that, and actually now that I'm looking at it, I, I'm, I'm taking that back because Julio is only going to do really as good as Matt Ryan does. Uh, I think Chase Edmonds is going to do really, really good. I think that Keenan Allen is going to do really, really good. And I think that the Ravens' D actually is going to do really, really good. Phillip Rivers hasn't thrown the number of picks that I expect him to, and I think that this is a great week for him to kind of start throwing some more picks, as we all know in San Diego that he loves to do. Um... So I'm actually going to flip-flop, and I'm going to give Tim the projected win on this one. I don't think that Quinn has enough because Josh Jacobs is just not performing where I thought he would, and and Montgomery is not, and I'm not very optimistic about Juju. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. So basically, guys, those are the projections. If you made it this far... And listened through the whole podcast. Wow. I mean, cool. I hope you liked it. I don't know where the format of this podcast is going to go. I just needed to spit into the mic to make sure that Kevin couldn't call this fake news anymore. And I had an obligation to live up to as well. I promised four podcasts this season. This is the first one. Um, We've got four more weeks to go after this until playoffs and hopefully this will become a weekly thing and hopefully in a better format and hopefully in a more prepared way and hopefully with other people because I think it'll be better without just my voice. So um, thanks for listening guys. I'm gonna take off and hit the hay. Good luck this weekend. I hope you all 
do as good as you can. And as I always say, may the fantasy odds be ever in your favor.